No need to dust for fingerprints, Junior. We just know that there were too many Rachel Lee cooks in the kitchen. This week on Hapless Heroes. And by the way, the apocalypse is not going to happen soon. Everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Hapless Heroes Podcast. I am Francesco, and I continue to be your host and DM on this epic adventure. Introducing my lovely cast as I do every week. We're going to go and start with my virtual left, uh, as with uh, Nicole as Boris the Butcher. Hi there. Phil as Hedrick the Entertainer. Perfect timing will be the key. We will investigate. Philbert, all right. But one more time. <laughs> wow. Nice. I like that. Uh, Zach is pregnant. I'm going to order another cake. <sighs> Mike is Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. Always at my service. And John is Lord Gerald the Light. One crisis averted. A couple more to go. Dave. Um, still not with us, but we'll be back next week. Um, but you know, Zero is still currently uh, enthralled in whatever discussions he's currently having about his own make and composition with the people who accidentally magnetized him into their classroom. So, you know, Zero is indisposed, but will be um, contributing and hopefully writing the ship soon enough. I mean, not that this group can't do it, because you know, of course, what happened last time. This group, you know, on their now third attempt or, well, second real attempt at this time loop, um, you know, before the end of times or not the end of times, but like the first sort of apocalyptic event that rocked this uh, civilized world of Telduria, uh, the foul upheaval. You have to try to stop that. You found out that, you know, it may have been perpetrated by Filbert Blackwood, the son of Ebenezer Blackwood, who was a powerful and influential wizard in this time period here at the Tower, capital T, capital T in Ool. Um, capital so O, this capital time, O. You tried to prevent the, or at least like, you know, get to the cafeteria before this explosion had happened that, you know, you had essentially experienced or seen the aftermath of. And you managed to get there before it happened, but also contributed to its um, explosiveness at the same time. Yeah, but prevented a lot of injuries. Yes, you did. Um, no one actually, st- no one like like, no one took stock of what how many injuries there still were. Although Darrell did perform some healing magics to hopefully you know at least stabilize anybody who may have been severely injured in that area, but. Instead, Boris bravely threw herself into the smoke and the flames and rescued Philbert and is now demanding to follow him to the infirmary because she just cannot be without him and not be by his side. And you see her being escorted with Philbert, who is unconscious on a stretcher out of this cafeteria towards the teleporters going to the infirmary while the rest of you sit there and watch Boris yet again uh, yeah. go off on her own. Jarrell's okay with it this time. Uh, Jarrell is standing between the cafeteria door, like off the side, um, as far to the front as he can, and between the uh, that and the teleporters. He's looking to see if anybody comes out at zero or under, like dead. If anybody comes out looking dead. <laughs> right, because like when you say coming out at zero, it's not like you can tell. Right. Oh, that that person has zero hit points because no. what are hit points? I'm looking for the person who looks very, very much dead. I want, yeah, I, I want the person who's looking like they're at a zero out of ten. You know, <laughs> uh, because I did use um, my aura of vitality in anybody that was at zero, um, and not sure. f- like actually dead, dead. But yeah, we, so we'll we start with that. you guys. Yeah. We'll start with yeah. you guys in in this crowd because, like, you know, like, a lot of the students, like everybody, you had like Hedrick had sort of 
asked all the students to like evacuate the cafeteria and had started that process, you know, as soon as y'all saw something was up. So like a lot of those students that had been funneled out into the hallway are being dispersed by the hall monitors and stuff like that. Like they're trying to clear the floor now, um, you know, and get people to move away. Um, but you can see that um, the unconscious body of the chef is being brought out on a stretcher. He is, he seems to be breathing, but not, you know, like he, it seems like, you know, he was already magically healed. A lot of his wounds have already closed some of the bruises and um, burns and, and things like that that were on his skin have already started to fade, um, probably because of your aura of vitality that you had used last time, mm-hmm. you know, in, in, in proximity to the kitchen. Um, but he is also unconscious of being carried away. Um, and there seems to there appears to be two other students that are also being carried out that also look like they are alive, unconscious, and already have received some sort of healing, um, either by you or by someone else. And um, you can actually overhear just you know some some murmuring about you know the their their wounds being healed already, um, and just yep. some people expressing their. Uh, just some, so, so there's some, there are some signs of relief among the staff and the faculty as they're carting off these people towards the infirmary. Okay. Nobody else, though. But they mentioned the cafeteria doors are, are closed, and there's some, you know, like it's like magical signage put up that like says essentially that it's, you know it's, this is closed. And, you know, Did it sure. seem like all the? Because I don't remember how many uh, students plus the teacher were in the kitchen. It seems like three came out, one teacher. Yeah, but a lot of those students I remember I had mentioned were already being, like you, you saw that some of them had already started exiting or leaving the yeah. kitchen. No, I, I mean, the the, yeah, because the explosion did go off while they were coming out. Do I know how many were in there while we were distracting um, I mean, there people? Was, there, was a, there was a fair number. I mean, there was about, there was probably about at least, like, at least 10 students in there, maybe, you know, give okay. or take. And we've only seen three come out in the teacher, so that means yeah. that. Well, yes, but 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 then but like the, I'm 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 saying that there there was like the rest were probably already had already been on their were on their way out and were had evacuated prior to the explosion. So I wouldn't like, necessarily you did the know. Job. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily know like if there was the job. one missing. Okay, right. Oh, ew, bug. <laughs> oh, I heard <laughs> that a bug in my room. I heard it More buzz it. by your microphone. Yeah, no, it's terrible. Hold on, give me a second to kill it. Okay. <laughs> Did anyone else hear that? Is it my cat? Is it no the the the, the bug that like buzzed like, by oh, John's buzz. microphone? No, I didn't. Yeah, I heard it. Dopty's being really cuddly now. Sorry, he I've is. gotten really good at killing those because they're always flying into my room. <laughs> What They're are June they? Bugs. They're oh, June, June bugs. They're June bugs. Yeah, I was gonna say it sounded like heavy wings. Wow. <laughs> yeah, they're really gross. And when you're trying to go to bed and there's a massive June bug flying around your room. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's not good. Okay, anyway, continue on. Three, two, one. Uh, but now the cafeteria is sealed off and Boris, uh, you make it up to the infirmary with Philbert. Um, you know, he's he's brought to a room it's it doesn't there doesn't be it seem to be the same kind of rush. That was happening before. I mean, yeah, he's being moved to a room, um, but like you know, his injuries are are no longer life threat are not really life threatening at this point. Like he's already seen. It seems like he's already received some healing, um, but they are gonna they are bringing him to like an observ just an observation room to like let him rest, recover, and hopefully when he's conscious, like figure out what happened. Is it the same infirmary as last time, or is it a different yes. floor? Same Still floor. the same floor. Fourteenth okay. floor. It looks familiar to you. Some of the same staff and stuff like that that you recognize from before. Um, you know, they probably they bring him into a private room, and um, the the one of the nurses at this point says to you, um, like you know, they 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 check him in, you know, they they they're checking his vitals, doing all these things like you know with magic, they're doing like kind of like a they just kind of like scanning his body. There's like someone like waving a wand over his body while he's like laying on on this like kind of comfy cushioned bed, um, and. Um, they ask you, like, you know, what ha- what, what happened? Like, is, you know, what, what happened to him? We, we we felt we felt like the the floor shake. Like, there's there's was there an, there was an explosion. There was a a a a code slop. 
in the kitchen. I don't know if that means anything. There was a giant oh ball of food. Oh my, he's lucky he wasn't seriously injured. In fact, it, it, what, what, what happened to him was he just happened to be caught in the blaster. He he was making food kind of where the first lettuce started going crazy. Wow, he's lucky to be alive. I, obviously, I, I, you, you should be... He's, he's, he's very lucky, but he's, he's going to be okay. Like they, they like comfort, like are comforting you because obviously like you were like, you know, throwing yourself over him and whatnot. Um, <laughs> we're going to have to reach out to his um, parents, you know, let him know what happened. Um, you know, you can, you can wait here with him, you know, while we, while we reach out, but uh, you know, we're going to have to limit the number of visitors just, you know, for safety precautions. So, you know, when his parents get here, we may have to ask you to, to just leave the room for a bit if that's okay. So just, you know, take the time you need, though. You know, we'll let you know when they're coming. Of course. I'd like to stay for now in case he wakes up so he's not alone. Of, of course. That's 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 a beautiful thing. Of course. Um, and they, you know, the, the nurse walks out of the room and like you can see, like, you know, someone else stops the nurse and, like, you know, starts like whispering to them and they like she like looks over at the kid and she just like her eyes kind of like you know like widen a little bit and she's like oh oh okay uh, and then she they she like kind of scurries off a little bit more hurriedly at this point probably being informed you know that that's this is the right. one of the lead professor's children as soon as i'm alone with him i check his pockets you check his pockets He's unconscious, right? Yeah, totally. I check all of his pockets for anything in there that might be apocalypty. <laughs> um, sure. Okay. Uh, so. Or also money. <laughs> well, he's just or, he's or, wearing or he's rune. wearing robe. He's wearing robes. Yeah. So his he's got a key rune on him. Um. He doesn't appear to have like a satchel on him, like, like he doesn't books or anything like that. So like that must have been like in a locker or like, you know, somewhere stored. Right. So he doesn't have like a ton of stuff on him. What happened but to the book he... he was reading up there, though? Hmm. That is on his in his possession. Yes. Um, the book, the book that he was reading was on advanced astrophysics and metamath. What do I understand about that? I mean, probably not a whole lot growing up on the streets. You weren't really exposed to a whole lot of astrophysics. You might recognize it, some of it from the Bush Journal. I rolled a six in math because I don't have any <laughs> idea to add to that. I rolled your, it's an intelligence check. You can even roll a history check if you feel so inclined. Ooh, perfect. I rolled a seven if it's a history check. Yeah, I mean, you've heard of astrophysics before and you're like, yeah, that's what smart, that's, for, that's, a, that's a subject for smart people. I have people that tell me how this stuff works back home. I don't need to know this stuff. Cool. You don't know shit about it. You know, it's Excellent. the study of, you know, it's the study of like the stars and, 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 and the cosmos and whatnot, but that's about as far as your knowledge stretches for that. Yeah, it's a lot it's of complicated math. someone named Astro. Got it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Anything else, goodness pockets? His journal, um, maybe he's got he's got like some money, like not a lot, but he's got like some gold, like some gold on him. He's got his wand. Um, I take his wand. You take his wand. <laughs> yeah, of course. OK, you take his wand. Um, and Ooh, I put it in the same pocket as the evil sword. It's just my evil life. I forgot pocket. about that evil sword. Yeah, well, because it's just been sitting there in that pocket, making sure that no one else touches it. The so. evil sword actually almost came up when you last pulled out your sword. I was going to be like, hey, I have one too. But I figured that would be a bad idea since my arm would probably rot off. Um, yeah, probably. It would, it would not be a pleasant experience. It seems like anytime anyone touches it, it's just bad. Yeah, it's still in my pocket. Being cursed. Yep. Went through heaven um, with us. Sure did. You were asked to cleanse yourself of anything unholy. And well, all the focus was on Felix that uh, I think uh, <laughs> you were just skipped right over there, Boris. Um, but thank you for reminding me. I appreciate You're that. Welcome. We will we will just note that. And <laughs> Evil sword in Boris's pocket. Either it will come up or it will never come up again. 
Uh, by the way, that uh, Phil, you had asked just as an aside, um, that evil sword was acquired during the um, High Rock, most recent High Rock arc. My doppelganger was using it, I believe. Yes. Uh, and I believe when you touched it, it did almost like eat your arm, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a very desecrated thing. Anyways. Um, I, outside of that, though, I mean, he's got like some like, you know, pieces of like scrap paper. He's got like, you know, but like there's not really anything that interesting written on. It. It's like a it's like a few different like scattered formulas and things like that that like are just kind of like like hastily scrawled on there. Um He's got a lot of food debris all over him. Uh, but he was he was like, you know, working in the kitchen, so he didn't really have most of his stuff on him. He really only had what he needed for 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 that activity. So like where he his, his stuff must be somewhere else because he doesn't actually have a whole lot on his person. Yeah, cool. Just the one then. Okay. I pocket it and then just, you know, wait there with him yeah um you can see him like like take a deep breath that he just like kind of like shoots up and he's like oh, oh and he just like he like like raises his hands like you know like looks over at you and he's like who are you i'm i'm sally i i'm i was up there when everything happened i pulled you out of the out of the smoke i wanted to make sure you were okay oh. um thanks guess uh, um, I'm, I'm okay you can you can go okay are, are you sure yeah I just I, I want to be alone right now oh, okay did you need me to get a nurse or anything for you I, yeah could you just ask him if I can leave that'd be great actually if you could just like ask him if I can just like go I, I should probably let you know. I think they were going to call your parents. That's and you see they... his eyes like go wide. What happened? No, no. Oh. You see him like like he like he like puts his like his hands like like on, like to his forehead. He's like like just like like he like looks like he's like like under like duress like right now. He's just like he's 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 he looks like he's like, like literally about to have a panic attack. No, no, I can fix this. Like they just ugh, it's not my fault. Everyone was just talking and I couldn't focus. And this is not your problem. You need to go. I don't you, this. Is, you don't need you. You don't need to be. This, you don't you don't want any part of this. OK, in fact, it's probably be better if you weren't here when my dad gets here. You sound really worried about this. It would probably be best if you weren't here when your dad gets here from the way this sounds. It doesn't matter. He's going to like we're, we're going to have to talk about it at some point. And I'm just I'm just going to rip it off like a bandaid. It's fine. It's just like any other time. Just another screw up for old Philbert, right? Just throw another one on the column. Huh? Put it on the pile. On Philbert, it's fine. We can fix this. Let's go. Come with me. I, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's fix this. Let's do it. Uh, wait, how? Wait, what, what do you mean? Where are we going? Oh, no, we'll figure this out. I grab his hand and just, like, start heading towards the door. <laughs> okay. You start heading towards the door and, like, you see, like, some of the nurses in the hallway. Like, no, wait, wait, hold on a second. You know, we... we we need to check you. We need to check you out first. Like, yeah, your vitals are okay, but you were just in the middle of a traumatic event. And Philbert's like, I'm fine. Just, just leave me alone. Tell my dad I'm fine, and we'll just, I'll, I'll see him when I get home. I'm just, I'm just gonna go home. And they're like, No, you have to, you have to wait here. Okay, it's, you, it's, it's protocol. Like, there was an incident. We have to, like, the prefects are gonna want to ask you some questions. You know, your dad's gonna probably want to check in on you. Like, you, you have to stay here, Philbert. You know that. He's like, no, I'm tired of this. I don't need to hear another lecture right now. Okay, this was not my fault. You can ask anybody else. Here, you can ask Sally. Here, you were there, right? This wasn't my fault. Tell him it wasn't my fault. Was a very distracting frog up there. The frog wasn't even up there. 
<laughs> he was with me. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Okay, but that's what you, you're sticking to that. Yeah. Yeah, there was a dist- Sure, there was just a lot of distractions, okay? And, like, it, it's not my fault that everything went wrong, okay? Like, like if, 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 if everyone was just shouting over me, and, like, the nurse is just like, listen, Philbert, I understand. I really do. But it's protocol. We can't, we literally can't let you leave until, until at least we've done, like, the, the prefix come, they get the information you need to get, and then you can go home, okay? Like, it's, it's it won't take long. We'll make sure it doesn't take long, okay? I mean, you're... Your, your 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 family Philbert to like everybody at this school and he just like scoffs at that like as soon as like she mentions that right because like you know obviously right Ebenezer well respected well known yada yada um, he's like I just want everyone to leave me alone and I just want to go home okay it's been enough today I really don't want to answer any questions okay you can just t- like can you just can you can I just come in to, can I just like talk to them tomorrow the nurse is like, no, Philbert. You, like, I, I'm sorry, but like, if 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 you're unwilling to stay, like, we're, we're like we're, we'll have to deactivate your key rune. Like, we're gonna make you stay. And he just like, like folds his arms, like you know, like crosses his arms, like really like kind of just like very childish, right? Just like humph, you know. Um, and he's like, fine, but tell him to hurry. All right, I don't want to. I don't want to be here any longer. And he looks looks over at you, Sally. Would you mind? Do you mind staying? Of course. You, you've, you've kind of been nice to me, and well, this is this is kind of the first time anyone's been nice to me in a really long time. I got your back, Philbert. I'll stay with you. I told you, Philbert's main problem is being an incel. <laughs> <laughs> oh I my god. <laughs> um, okay. Well, he goes back into the room and he just kind of sits. He's like kind of just sitting on the bed now, like waiting for something to happen. Jarrell, Quinn, Hedrick, Pregnart. What are you guys doing? Uh, well, Pregnart, since we uh, managed to do that so successfully, I think you deserve a treat, my little friend. Would you All like right. to Would you like I mean, to go bye. for the, the cake first or Splash Lagoon first? Splash Lagoon. All right, let's go to Splash Lagoon. All right. <laughs> It honestly never gets old. <laughs> yeah, Splash Lagoon is the best. Hedrick? Hedrick's just been kind of in awe because everything is happening again, so he is just playing a little song to himself. If I could save time in a fishbowl, the one thing that I'd like to do is to save every day so Ool won't fade away. Just so I could make music for you. <laughs> and he's really like he's noticing what people are doing, but obviously like we're milling about here. He's gonna follow the group, and he is still just kind of taking this all in, trying to find his muse as to how he's gonna make a difference in this situation. Mm-hmm. It's true. I mean, listen, you know, like some people just gotta. Some people just seize the opportunity and then shut everyone else out of it. You know, I mean, it's just kind of how it goes. <laughs> You've done a fantastic job so far. You got those kids out of the audit- the kitchen or the That's cafeteria true. really quick. I mean, you've, you've already affected the situation in a very positive way compared to what the outcome would have been if you had not intervened. So while you weren't able to stop this event from happening, you were able to definitely alter the results of it. Which is something to keep in mind. <laughs> Patrick's also uh, contemplating, and he'll turn to the captain. So if we are actually successful here, what do you think those uh, scientists and teachers are going to glean from our friend Zero here? I mean, that's going to make for a pretty remarkable future, don't you think? I think Zero will be smart enough to keep things... Uh, away from prying minds. Well, yeah, Zero so- does. As I say, Zero has a knack for saying a lot of stuff, but really saying nothing at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are, are we the least bit concerned that the spirit of a the dwarven deity of creation is also housed inside of our new friend? <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, what if they discover something? What if they find that shit out? What if, what if, what if? So many hypotheticals here. On, on the way to the lagoon it. as he's like, yeah, the way like a swim truck out. That's where we're really going to solve the problems of the world, everybody, is at Splash Lagoon. Yeah, this is not a sponsored episode, but uh, hey, fictional Splash Lagoon. If uh, you know, you're looking for someone to... Anyways, uh, <laughs> I, I do love the uh, you can be my body as we're walking, strutting Ooh. down to splash the goon. Oh, yeah, oh. I just I just think it's funny that it's like, well, there's no possible way we could affect the situation any further. There's nothing else we could do. Let's just go hang out at Splash the Goon. Hell, why don't we just start telling people the end is nigh? Might as well just repeat no. that cycle, too. Jarrell does say to Pregnard, now, Pregnard, we are here to enjoy the Splash the Goon and not talk about the apocalypse this time, okay? Pregnard gives him a blank stare and then puts on a pair of sunglasses. If you do good Wait and swimmy second. swim and no tally tell, then Hold we get the second. cake at the end. I need to know what a pair of sunglasses looks like for a frog that has very <laughs> wide set eyes. I'm sure it's got the glasses here and the eyes are over here. <laughs> it's like a it's like a sheer bikini, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking I I honestly have no idea, but now that you ask, it's um it's <laughs> two of those sort of like small circular lenses but they're just like spaced, spaced out across his yeah. entire nose yeah it just looks absurd it doesn't look like sunglasses at all it looks like something that should not exist amazing i love it okay and you step on the teleporter and head down to the third floor even though Pregnar can swim easily, I still imagine him with the little ducky floaty ring around his waist. <laughs> yeah, he's fashionable, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a fucking monster, right? <laughs> he wouldn't be caught dead at Splash Lagoon without his cute floaties. Of course not. I mean... Who, who, Wait, you did know. he have floaties last time? I'm pretty sure. No, he he, no he, I don't think he did, but I mean, Fuck. we can... Yeah, no, I'm retconning that. He had floaties last time. Let it be known, and heretofore, uh, and henceforth, that um, it's a comfort thing when you're, yeah. you're when you're spell casting in the water. It just makes everything a little bit more comfortable. Yeah, that extra buoyancy really just kind of helps with like the overall balance when you're performing the somatic components to a spell. You know, um, I get it. I do. Uh, so great, Splash Lagoon sounds awesome. I guess we'll cut. If, if no one has anything else of impact to contribute, then we will cut back to the infirmary. Um, Nothing so else Boris, of impact. No. Yep, <laughs> Boris, aka Sally, um, you are sitting with Philbert. He's just like, he looks anxious. He looks like distraught. He's just like, and he like kind of like almost like like when like once the door closes again, and like you guys are just waiting in there for someone to show up he looks at you and he's like no one got seriously hurt did they i don't think so uh there there was one of one of the other people that was up there was doing some healing right away so i think if there were any injuries they were kind of getting fixed that might be why you're awake already yeah actually that makes sense well i i'm glad whoever was there was there um, but it just it never should have happened. It never should have happened, and I just can't. Oh, this is not your problem. I'm sorry. I don't want to. This is it's, it's, this has nothing to do with you. I don't even know why you're still even talking to me. I don't know. You seem upset, and this kind of you know didn't really seem like it was just your fault. <laughs> so you do think it's my fault? No, I think whatever you were doing up there got a little out of control because there was a bunch of distractions and you're a student who's still learning how to do magic. That's, you know, expected. You must be new here. Yeah, I spilled ink all over myself. That's about as far as I've gotten into my magic career. Okay, well, um... I guess, quick note, uh, I'm not the most popular kid in this school. Um, 
And while, yeah, it might be easy for you to say, oh, I'm just a student or I'm just learning, but it's really hard when you, your dad is like one of the greatest wizards that's ever lived and you're constantly living in his shadow. You know, I feel like I just can't ever do anything right. I get that. I'm here because my uncle Heinz really doesn't like that I can't do magic yet. Wait, you're you're like Dr. Heinz? Sally Heinz, and she holds out her hand. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, uh, okay, wow. Filbert Blackwood, I guess, I, I'm surprised. I never knew Dr. Heinz had a kid. I, he's my uncle. Oh, uncle. Uncle. Wow, he has. There's a lot. To be fair, I don't really. I, I, don't, I don't know a lot about this guy. My dad doesn't even know a lot about this guy. Like, they've worked together a couple times, but they. Like, it's, it's been very. Um, but he's just, he keeps to himself. He's a, he's kind of a weirdo. He's a little bit of a goldfish, I'd say. Sure. I mean, you know, you would probably know him better than I do. Um, well, anyways, like, it's nice. It's nice to meet you. Yeah, I, that's crazy, I guess. Yeah. So I guess you, you, you know what I'm talking about, right? Like you have someone who's in your family who obviously is really well known and everyone knows their name. And they're just this amazing spellcaster wizard. They can do anything and they teach everybody and they do all this amazing work and they're just beloved by everybody. And it's just like, man, I just, I want to do something great too. Don't get me wrong, but I just can't. I just feel like I constantly have people breathing down my neck. I constantly have people like scrutinizing every little thing I do because I just feel like even if they're not saying it, they're just always comparing me to him because of what he could do at my age, you know, how far behind I am. But it's just like some of this stuff just bores me. I don't want to learn about half this stuff. There's so much, there are so many larger things at play that people don't even pay attention to every day but they're huge. That's the kind of stuff I want to study. But no, they say I'm not ready. I need more practice. And it's like, I'm just tired of waiting. They want to let, they want me to do great things. They need to just, they just need to let me do them. Stop holding me back so much and, 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 and judging every little thing that I do. It's like, I just, I can't, I just feel like I can't win. Um, and just then you see like Ebenezer starting to like walk down the hall and you see like Philper kind of like look up when he like when he comes in and he just like as soon as like his dad like as soon as they make eye contact he just like puts his head down again soon as that's happened then like he's seen Ebenezer and they've made eye contact I grab Philbert's hand and say Philbert do you trust me uh yes and I pull open a pocket as far as I can, and I say, get in. Uh, um, what, what, what? No, I, uh, he like looks up again. He's like the dad, his dad's like currently talking to, um, a nurse, uh, and he's got his back towards the window. They did make eye contact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, but then he's like, Fine, whatever. And he hops into one of your pockets. Perfect. And I just like close the pocket up, put my robes on and just like walk out of the room. Make me a stealth check. That she can never fail. <laughs> hold, hold on. 25. 25. Okay, that's that's one that's worth rolling against. Got a few rolls to make here. Just bear with me. Lucky, lucky. Okay. You fucking slide on (laughs) out of there. Now, to be fair, there's a lot of people between you and a teleporter room, but you are now out of the infirmary door. Um, and it's like, you know, there's, you, you, you have like a brief moment to like choose a direction or a thing to do or to survey your surroundings before, uh, you know, someone's going to notice that the patient that was just in the room and the person that was with them are suddenly no longer there. 
Yeah, I start walking at a normal student pace and try to start to blend in with any other groups of, you know, students. I'm going to challenge you to make me a performance check. Sixteen. Sixteen. In Walk casual. <laughs> right? Just as far as, like, you know, you need to sell the fact that, like, you are just supposed to be here. Right? Yeah, and I'm, like, in uh, heading in the direction of where the teleporters would be, but trying to make it look like I'm blending with other students, so trying not to make it obvious that, like, I'm the single student they're looking for. All right, you're nonchalant. I, I get it. And not a single one shows any like anything like everything is less than ten on the die. So even with modifiers, I think you are safe. Somehow, you manage to <laughs> slip through, or just like literally nonchalantly slip away from the immediate scene. But then there's a unit. You can hear some panic behind you moments later, where they're like, "Wait." Where did he go? He was right in this room. We were just there. And then you can hear Ebenezer say, find my son now. And now like everyone starts, like people are starting to scramble. Um, you've, you're making it towards the teleporter room. Like where, where are you going? Make haven't a decision. Yet seen. Yep, I haven't yet seen Jarrell or Craignart. So I'm assuming that they have, they have already had peanut butter cups, gone to the splash pad. I'm going <laughs> to take a, a random assumption. stab and sure. go to the third floor. You go to the, you, I okay. also have an important question here. What are the air rules of my pockets? Do they follow like bag of holding air rules? He's I don't have any notes of air. on that. He's ten got minutes. 10 minutes of okay. air. Excellent. Yeah, I'm trying to find out where everybody everybody else's so yeah i'm 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 gonna start with the splash pad because that's where they were when i was in the infirmary last time okay you make it to the splash pad the sounds of joyfulness um are in the air in fact you, you think you you might hear a familiar sound of joy in the background uh, pregnar can you just give me some sounds of you having a great time at the splash lagoon Haha, <laughs> wow, that's, that was a good one. Wow, I'm having a lot of fun. Yippee. <laughs> Wee. I think you made the right assumption for us. Perfect. I Wee. look for Quinn. Quinn, what are you doing right now? <clears throat> I am schmoozing with the people that are lounging by some sort of like wave pool. Sure. Are you thing. in a lounge chair? Oh, yeah. Jarrell is like passed out in a swim trunks next to you on the other lawn chair taking a short rest. Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Jarrell somehow is now in his in swim trunks. Wonderful. <laughs> Just let it be noted. Jarrell is not wearing armor. Appropriate him. <laughs> yep. Quinn is schmoozing with the locals. Yeah, so you can pick, I mean, and it's easy to pick Quinn out, out in a crowd because he, you probably haven't changed, right, Quinn? Like, you're not wearing swimming attire. You're, like, still, and you're, you're, you're still peacocking. Am I, am I wrong? Um, you're not wrong, but I think he's also, like, half kind of in, uh, he's not in swimming trunks, but he's, He's definitely derobed somewhat in the sense that he's at a beach-like space, um, but he certainly has his cloak. Um, he might be, you know, kind of. Um, I'm trying to think of like like that traditional like bath shirt, right? And then he's got his robe <laughs> over top. I love that. So yeah. So like so to finish my thought, Quinn stands out a bit in a crowd because he wants to stand out. So you have no trouble finding him immediately. He's also he's also not laying on a lounge chair. He's standing on the lounge chair, right? Um, recounting stories and you know, yes. impressing like the locals or a knee up, right? Like a one leg up on the lounge chair, and you're like resting on your knee, and you're just. 
Yeah, telling your stories, right? I'm wondering if Jarrell is wearing ear, like um, earplugs. Nope. Oh. <laughs> Just you fell asleep anyway. Jarell's, yeah. Jarell's gotten stories. very good at tuning out everybody over the years. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so Boris is gonna like head towards Quinn and just kind of like tap him on the oh okay he's standing on a chair tap him on the knee mm -hmm. I guess um <laughs> I kinda, like get his attention yeah I stop mid story and I say oh uh, Boris say Quinn I need to ask you a question come with me and don't wake Jarell up <laughs> oh Jarell make me a that percent kind of question Con. Well, Jarrell, make me a perception me. check. While asleep? Yes. Am, I, am I a disadvantage for yes. being asleep? Yes. <laughs> well, that's a five. Perfect. <laughs> five. Is right. he rolling against my stealth? No, he's, no he's, just, he's sleeping soundly. I just wanted to make him roll something because I, I like adding the extra tension. Uh, he turns to the, the locals that have been... Um, listening to him. I don't know if they're actually listening to me, but I believe that they're listening to me. Um, and he says, ladies and gentlemen, a quick intermission, if you will. And, and yeah, and like, he, I mean, yeah, you had, you had a crowd. It's safe to say that both you and Hendrick could probably easily draw a crowd at this point in your careers. Um, well, now these really, people don't know who I am, right? Yeah, but you are still, you still have the charisma to, to get there. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm still a beautiful human being. Yeah, so the common people, I mean, your stories would be something very interesting, more interesting than what probably they, you know, experience in their daily lives for the most part. Even if some of the things that you're talking about don't even exist yet. Well, I would be, I would probably be fairly careful of yeah, not messing with the timeline. Or sure, like sure, that. sure. Mm -hmm. And then there's me. Right. <laughs> so Boris uh, How many minutes has it been? <laughs> it's probably been about five minutes at least Okay So I like I, I make sure that we're like Pulled slightly you know away enough from the crowd That they're not going to be able to immediately Hear what I'm whispering Okay. And I like you know tippy toe Up to Quinn's ear And and say So so I convinced Philbert to Jump into my pocket and he's got A maybe five minutes of air left do we do we just do we actually help him or do we let the hourglass run out oh my god, <laughs> oh my god that's dark <laughs> which is why she didn't want Jarrell to be here for this conversation right I need Quinn's opinion <laughs> problem solved <laughs> <laughs> Same duel. We hope. Um, I wonder if there's a better solution to this than murdering the poor boy. Although I am impressed you got a boy in your trousers. <laughs> vest. It's a vest. I like cross my arms and glare at him. <laughs> uh, I wanted to ask this. Um, oh, also, can he hear us? Me? No, I can't. No, not you. Silver <laughs> in the pocket. But I was just oh, curious. It's in, like another realm, right? It's like, like an extra dimensional space. Yes. Uh, is there a changing area with lockers? Yes. Because I I had imagined that I had put my stuff in there, but I st I'm yes. still holding the goldfish. Yes. Okay. Less out of context here, I guess, being at a splash pad. <laughs> I mean, because I bring my goldfish to, to Splash Lagoon all I mean, the time. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like, you know, at least there is some sort of association you can make at this point versus none at all, right? <laughs> sure. um, there is, there's, there's, you, you've, you've stepped up a little bit in as far as the, the, the goldfish having context. Sure. Hendrick <laughs> was hoping we at least seal the lid of the fishbowl. Um, how do you suppose don't, you do that? Just some just some cloth and probably taking like a, a band off of his waist or I have rope or something like that. Sure, you could do um, that. The idea is we don't want any mishaps. We don't want this fish getting into these massive wade pools and, <laughs> you know, water slides. Now, there's shit, a man who know? thinks ahead. 
other than that, he's um, he's trying to pick up chicks. He's trying to, <laughs> of course. He's trying to play some music, probably out of earshot, because if he's not trying to wake up Jarrell. Everyone, it's like, okay, Dad's asleep. Everybody, let's like, let's do all the shit that he's not gonna allow us to do. <laughs> he's he's still on he's still on the Daft Punk. If you got a taste for sushi, let's make a dinner date. Oh yeah, all right, no goldfish. <laughs> uh, Jarrell would wow. be kind of like shuffling up, uh, like stretching in his seat. And like looking over and, see, and seeing where everybody's at. You only see Hedrick chatting it up okay. with some of the locals. And uh, Pregnant's not in the in the, the wave pool. Of yeah, his okay. life, probably. Yeah. So he is in the wave pool. It's cute. Or is he on the slides? Music and uh, <laughs> yes, to all the above. I'm assuming. I would say this is Pregnant's element here, right? Yeah, Pregnant is um, making. Uh, really odd formations just like kind of abstract formations just weaving in and out of each other and like maybe some like geometric kind of things but not just like sloppy ones you know like maybe something looks like a square and then like a a vibrating circles moving in and out of it and like little lines and swirls are looping and careening all over and just to check you are definitely not talking about the apocalypse or how the end is nigh correct Ah, uh, yeah, he's saying, yeah, the apocalypse... The apocalypse is definitely not going to happen soon. Did you know? We're going to be living fancy-free for days and days, and years and years probably, because the apocalypse is not going to happen very soon. Uh, Jarrell's wading toward, through the water towards um, Pregnant. says, remember now, little friend, we don't talk about that and we get our cake. Yes, um, we're talking about it not happening. <laughs> <laughs> cutting I think back you to, misunderstand. Cutting back to Quinn and Boris. Uh, Quinn, you were asked a question, and Jarrell is distracted. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still don't know if I like the idea of murdering him, just simply because there's always consequences and repercussions to our actions, um, which Quinn has has very. Uh, you know, throughout the years of being in this group has, has learned. Character development. Um, so he, yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. So he, um, he kind of puts his hand on Boris's shoulder and just says, I understand where you're coming from. And believe me, if I was a younger man, I would probably agree with you. But I think murdering a human being with the consequences of the future in the balance, we need to make Mm, healthier decisions. Kind of like hums and haws for a second. It's like, fine. When I take him out, don't tell him I asked you, okay? Oh, your secret is my secret. Okay. Uh, Okay. Do you pull Filbert out of your pocket? How how many more minutes has it been? <laughs> it's 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 we're getting close. The air is probably getting a little thin in there. Yeah. Okay. So how exactly does this work? If I just open the pocket and then close it again, does he get ten more you minutes ha- of air? You have no. You have to pull him out. All of him, or just far enough for him to breathe. I mean, I, I guess you could just. If the I, rules are fuzzy on that. If I cast, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. We've already established that, like with Felix, right? Like I was able to peek out of my bag of holding, right, with like people like supporting me from underneath, right, as I'm like looking out at a situation that was happening. So I don't see why you would only you would you wouldn't be able to, you know, just pull like a part, like you know, like hey, just like you know, a little sneak peek, right? Like he's he's a part of the thing I'm pulling out of my pocket. I is feel like that's there possible? Is there something around that I could like a hook or like a hook? Like, well, just bear with me for a second. Like, what's what's our what's in our surroundings? Um, a bunch of like stone columns. You guys are kind of like in like a smaller like 
antechamber that's like kind of like it's, it's still connected but like there's like all these like little archways and like little windows and like flora and you know all these beautiful plants and hanging gardens kind of you know like you're just like in this public space but like a little bit more off to the side from where a lot of people are congregating you kind of find a quiet place to chat but you're sort of in this sort of you know like antechamber like hanging garden area like not far from where all the water and fountains. So what you're saying are. is that there are hooks because the plants have to be hanging on something. Yes. Okay. I take my cloak and I drape it over like nearby hooks so that it kind of okay. creates like a curtain. Sure. Sure. And that way Boris can take him out of the pocket without anybody seeing us. I did confirm there were changing rooms for this exact reason. <laughs> yeah, that's no fun. Which is funny because there's probably literally a spot with an actual curtain right near us, but I still do this. Okay, so yeah, I you like, do this. I reach into my pocket and I, I grab Philbert's head and I pull him out high enough that I guess like my arm's probably outstretched and he's got like, you know, his like chin and like shoulder and one arm are sticking out yeah. of the pocket. And he just like, <gasps> like deep breath, like, you know, and he's like, oh, wait, we're still in the tower. Yeah, we only got as far as the splash pad. You only get 10 minutes of air at a time. So breathe. You got to go back in and we'll get out of the tower I, on this no, jump. No, hold on. But where are we going? Hold on. Where are we going? I don't know. We'll figure that out once we're out of the Wait, tower. No, but, but you said I could trust you. Quick, and I just pushed him back into my pocket. very nice meeting you, Philbert. <laughs> He's back in the pocket. <laughs> you almost feel like the like like something like like knocking on the flap of the pocket. <laughs> <laughs> So I, um, I guess I turned to Quinn, and at this point, I'm like, well, I guess if we're not going to kill him, we got to go help him and get him away from his dad or whatever. So, yes. That would be Yes, yes let's kidnap the son of the most powerful wizard. In, uh, I mean, listen, his choices are being kidnapped or murdered. I mean, like, I think he would prefer the kidnapping. <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a better alternative to being potentially the catalyst that ends, you know, life as we know it listen uh, he has he is the heroes of telduria trying to save him so things are I, not going to be normal you were just talking about murdering him and now you're saying the heroes of telduria I didn't are trying murder to save him, him. <laughs> i'm just i'm just saying like i'm just i'm, I'm just saying like, about like you literally just took murder murdering. off the table <laughs> uh jarrell is I mean, trying to wrangle it's still on the table it's still on the table <laughs> just not in this moment yeah. Jala's trying to Not wrangle Pregnart to go get yeah. some cake. Okay. I think it might um, be cake time. Pregnart, you hear the word, the magic words. I want some of that. Okay. Actually, uh, I don't know. I think sweet, Pregnart's sweet like cake. pretty sated on sweets right now. Oh, then We can get whatever you great. want. It doesn't have to be cake. He just wants to continue fucking around with uh, on the splash Talking about how the apocalypse sure. is not happening. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, look at this next trick. And uh, it's a little puppy dog. And uh, the puppy dog is slurping up a little plate of spaghetti. And this is all made of water. He's making a little picture in the air. And it's animated. And he says, and by the way, the apocalypse is not going to happen soon. Jarl is it. shaking his head, but allowing him to enjoy his time. God, I love it so much. Um, uh, okay. He'll he'll walk away from Pregnard if he doesn't want to get cake and see if he can catch uh, Hedrick and Quinn while they're doing. Well, yeah, as thing. I say, as you're walking away, you see Quinn and um, and uh, Boris, like I guess, walking away from their private meeting. Uh, just the two of them. Yep, he, he tries <laughs> to flag them down. Oh, Quinn, Boris, uh, you're, you're all together. Good, good. Uh, how did things go up there, Boris? Great. We have about nine minutes before we have to be very far away from the tower. Follow me. Do it very, 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 um, be discreet. I, I'm, <laughs> not, like, I'm not certain. <laughs> I'm not, uh, hold on one minute. Uh, just stay right here. I'm not certain I can get pregnant out of here in nine minutes, but I am going to help. Uh, and Jarrell walks to his locker, opens his locker, pulls out two gold bars, comes back, gives them to Boris and says, go get the same uh, <laughs> uh, hotel room we had before. <laughs> I 
a hotel not far from his house. <laughs> yeah. Boris <laughs> grabs the two gold bars and says, great plan. And just, you know, goes to head out. I guess that's going to be more than 10 minutes. So every nine minutes, I'm just going to note now. I well, will once, find... you're off, once you're off the campus, you should be okay. Oh, yeah, but I don't want him to run away. So for the rest of the duration of dealing with this, Doesn't every he trust nine you minutes. I think he would trust you. I, I think, think he I might know. trust he you less the longer you keep him in there. <laughs> he seemed like he wanted out of the pocket last time. So every nine minutes, I'm going to pull oh, Yeah, out. but you're still helping him, like, sidestep, like, yeah, getting in trouble. Helping and yelled at immediately. Trouble. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll hold on this for now. This may still potentially happen in nine minutes right now. I guess I'm just heading towards the hotel. I just think the simpler, I mean, you do, obviously you're going to do what you want, but the simpler, the better, right? Yeah, uh, Jarrell, I mean, it's going to take you more than 10 minutes to get to the hotel. Yeah. Jarrell tries to flag down Hedrick. Yeah, okay, that's uh, true. Hedrick, you, you might want to go with them just to, you know, try to keep things at least relatively under control. Excuse <laughs> you. All right, all right. Ladies, sorry. You'll have to wait until next time. You're oh, no, Hedrick, right. come on. We were just, you know, oh. he's just... Oh. Important <laughs> man with important things to do. You come back and see us. <laughs> he strides strides out uh, at a brisk pace, at least mm-hmm. just trying to, like, you know, make some ground. Uh, Jarrell goes back to his beach chair and watches Pregnant Frolic some more. <laughs> Wee! Yeah. All right. Well, Boris is already kind of Look making a beeline one. for the yeah, for the exit. Yep. Um, Boris, are you shedding the student robes at this point? Or are you still wearing them? No. Mm. I'm in the public area, right? Yes. Yeah. No, I shed the student robes, but I do keep the the passes or the pass. Sorry, the pass and the, well, I guess the wand would have been in my other pocket anyway. So, yeah, my I, I keep my stolen pass from uh, Laundry Richard and um, shed the robes. Do okay. you keep your robes or do you just ditch them? Yeah, no, why would I ditch them? That's crazy. I put them in a pocket. Right, okay, <laughs> got it. Um, so you, uh, you know, you're going to have to catch one of those wagons that take you up to the Ninth Ward to get you to the Garden Inn. Um while on that wagon ride, like I mean, I think Hedrick is like kind of trying to catch up with you at this point. Um, yeah, his uh, tumbling fool allows him the dash. To just like yeah, so. really get up there. Yeah, right. So Hedrick's with you. You guys hop on a wagon, and while you're on that wagon, you're gonna probably have to give Filbert some air. Yeah, is so, the wagon super occupied? No. Or is it just us? No, you managed to try to like you. You kind of wait until you find one that doesn't have a ton of people on it. Like you know, you manage to like you get one in within a few minutes. But like as soon as you hop on, you pretty much have to like get him some air. Okay. So like you pop, you know, you pull him out a little bit. He pops his head. He's like, oh, okay, hold on, just don't, don't, don't just shove me back in there again, Sally. Yeah. Okay. I Listen, won't. Just, I won't. I'm sorry. We were still in the school. Your dad was looking for you, and there were like, yeah, he's still going to be looking everywhere. That's what I wanted to tell you. Sally is that he's gonna be looking for me. You don't think that he's gonna find some way to scry or figure out where I'm at? Like the the further away you take me, and the more we wait here, like the, you're putting yourself in danger. Why are you doing this for me? There's and, then, a and, then, and, then, and then he looks over and he sees Hedrick sitting there. He's like, is he cool? <laughs> oh yeah, he's cool. <laughs> he can hang. Hey, <laughs> am I not with them? Yeah, you are. Oh, you are Quinn. I'm sorry. I, I thought I thought it was just I thought it was just Hedrick. It's like you said. I was like, yeah, I just like walk off into the ether. Well, because like because like Jarrell essentially told Hedrick to follow Boris. He didn't tell right, you because he didn't to follow Boris to deal right. with exactly uh, right. Exactly. So that's why I'm saying Hedrick <laughs> and Boris are on the first wagon out. The three of you are on the next. Oh, okay. I, I thought I mean? Quinn was going with them. If Quinn yeah, wants to okay. go with them. I don't know why I, I wouldn't say I misunderstood. Us. So, okay, I'm sorry. In that case, we're going to retake that because Quinn is also here. So he looks up at the two of you, like the two other people sitting there. Hey, they cool? Yeah, they're super cool. They can hang. Oh, oh, oh okay. Hi. Um, I'm, I'm Philbert. Pleasure to meet you. 
Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind, at your service. Really? No one's gonna. You're not gonna say something about my name, or? Dude, it's a cool name. Your dad's name is Ebenezer. That's the lame one. And I like pull her the rest of the way out of the, out of my pocket, like pat him on the head. <laughs> <sighs> All right. He like sits down. He's like, I, I can't, I can't look like this. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna know. Um, uh, I got a costume if you want it. Might be a little big, but just, yeah, just something. Where we, work. yeah, just something. Where are we going? We, we've got a place. I hope you like cake. I, I guess I do. Um, and there might be girl guide cookies. We know how to party, all right? One of us got a hamster and the other one's rocking a goldfish. So you're in good company, pal. Oh, that's a good point. We have to tell the front desk not to get the hamster this time. <laughs> Wait, what? I think we should tell time. the front desk to like exterminate the hamster on site. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What do you mean this time? So, okay. You know what? There's Maybe a this pos- is a, a better conversation for indoors rather than on a carriage ride. That is true. We'll talk about this when we get to the room, but trust me, there's some crazy stuff going on. And like, you like really cool magic. You're going to be really interested in this. Okay. How do you know this about me? What are you like? What are you like? Why are you talking about me like you suddenly know me? I thought we just met. This time. Trust me. Okay. And the carriage just like, you know, rides off down the street, pulling up to the beautiful Garden Inn. And that is where we're going to call this episode of the Hapless Heroes podcast. Fantastic. It's going to be great because Zero's going to leave now, like leave the like the classroom or whatever it's got going on. And y'all are just not going to be anywhere near the school. We're still in the splash pad. <laughs> Pregnard and I are still chilling. Yeah, you're still convincing. You're starting to. You're still, I might get a long get rest Pregnard in here. To leave. Oh my god. <laughs> well, technically, you benefited from one from the reset. So, like, I just this. Yeah, Jarell but I, just I, needs I, to get his beauty sleep. I, I used a ton of them within the first like hour and a half of us being here. I tried to get rid of the the spells on the chalice, and I used two fourth level spells already. <laughs> Wow. Well, hey, I guess, you know, we'll, we'll see what we can do, uh, but we're not going to be able to do it now. So anyways, if you like us, dear audience, dear people out there in the world of the Internet, you can find us on said Internet by looking at various social media websites like Twitter and Instagram. Or just look for at Hapless Heroes. And uh, we're also on Facebook and Reddit. Just look for Hapless Heroes podcast. Those places, a lot of those will just point you to the the, the crown jewel, the, the absolute pinnacle of our social media and internet presence, and that is our Discord server, where you can meet, interact with most of the cast, where we're like in there having conversations all the time about just about anything, with like all different kinds of people in our, our audience. You know, we had a bunch of people who've been active and just like, you know, sharing all this stuff. We got people getting hapless heroes tattoos and sharing pictures of that stuff in our Discord. It's crazy. Yeah, people Wait, are getting Hapless somebody Heroes. Somebody actually got a tattoo? People are actually getting Hapless Heroes themed th- tattoos. We got Whack Job getting his, he's getting like, the, I think he's getting the dye. He's not doing, he's not getting the pregnant, but he's doing the dye. I think that's, he said he was going <laughs> to be getting a Hapless Heroes tattoo and he booked the appointment. Like, we got, like it's crazy. Just that's all, an if you really, really of, love us. That's truly, <laughs> truly, truly. We never even asked that one. When people were just doing it, that's like you're anticipating our needs. Um, it's just wonderful. Uh, but anyway, it's like really, it's, it's a great community. We encourage you to be a part of it and join the uh, amazing um, people we got up in there. So, if you really, really like us, though, you can leave us a five star review or rating in the podcast service of your choice. Um, all of that really helps just get us in front of more people just like you and. Um, you know, we want to do that because we just like making stuff and we like it when people enjoy it. And so far, a lot of you who have really seemed to enjoy it, which is all the more motivation for us to keep doing it. You see how this cycle just keeps going and it's just so positive. So please, we encourage you, leave us a review. Tell us what you think of us. If your podcast service doesn't let you do that, we have a five-star channel on our Discord where you can say some nice things about us or just drop us a line at haplessheroes at gmail.com and we will 
you know, just say some nice things about you on the air when we see the nice things you say to us. It'd be great. It's a great little relationship we got going on here. But if you really, really, really like us, you could donate to our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash headlessheroes. It's got a bunch of rewards. It's got a lot of cool stuff for you. A bunch of different ways for us to just say thank you and, uh, you know, for, for helping us keep the lights on for, you know, the fact that, you know, just showing it, that, that, that kind of support, really, it just, it's it's a wonderful it's, a, it's, it's I, I, I i'm speechless most of the time that the fact that people even feel like we're worth donating money to so you know to those of you who are donating who have been or are considering you know check it out we you know and if, and if it's something that tickles your fancy um, we'd appreciate your support and if you like us right now you like us sally field and the whole deal make some pickled ramps and just enjoy those It's ramp season, so get out there and pick them up, and then okay, because that should be fish. There you go. One hundred percent doable. Um, you yeah. have to, but you have to obviously document this and, and show us on our Discord no. servers. Just or just it. don't. Oh, just, just enjoy do it. it for yourself. Just do it for yourself. Okay. Yeah. Don't That's tell great. us about it. Don't tell anybody about it. Just get out there, <laughs> get out to nature, <laughs> find, forage for some some ramps, some wild leeks make some pickling liquid you know put some mustard seeds some coriander seed in there hey pickling stuff Have is fun time. actually yeah it's a great self-care activity i also would encourage that you do this dear audience member this is great it's good advice it's gonna be a good time for you i promise mm-hmm. well i guess as usual there's nothing left for me to do besides outro my wonderful cast to you starting on my virtual right we have lord Jarrell the light until next time Mike is Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. At least we didn't kill the guy. <laughs> Zach as Pregnart. The apocalypse is not going to happen. Wink. <laughs> Phil as Hedrick the Entertainer. You know I love it when you say that, Pregnart. And sorry. And Nicole is Boris the Butcher. I'm looking forward to this carriage makeover badness. And I'm Francesco. I've been your host and DM. Tune in next week when uh, we turn this kidnapping into a glow up. (laughs) Bye now. Bye. 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 Bye.